the college baseball experience, April 14th weekend preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by shady rays. Go to shadyrays.com and use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by our NBA playoff survivor challenge. Yeah, we're giving away $250 in cash and a hundred dollar gift card. Sign up today exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So grab that thing today. And remember folks, as always, let it ride. You thought we weren't going to just be dropping an episode right now. You thought wrong every Thursday night. We are bringing it to you as the road to Omaha heats up. Shout out to mafia. Will reunite says, hell yeah, boys, let's go. And you can watch this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But maybe you're just a first time or tuning in wondering just who the hell's talking to you. Who's this bozo talking to you? Well, my name is Colby Swigged database dead, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was... It's like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. <laughs> Pretend it never happened and get along or get along with life. Come on, let's go. Let's get it going. College baseball, fucking most underrated sport in America. Let's go. The home atmospheres. SEC. Big 12. Pac 12. Even the Big 10. It's all great. You can go to the mid majors. WCCC baseball. I was watching that action last week, and you gotta love it all. And we're here to break it down for you all this weekend. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for uh, the the guy who makes he's the the oil that makes the engine work over at the college baseball experience. Uh, but he also is behind the scenes doing a lot of great stuff for the college football experience, the college basketball experience, the sports gambling podcast. I give you well and the MLB gambling podcast, which you should be checking out too. I give you Noah Beanick. How you doing, brother? What's up, Colby? Yeah, coming off a two and zero Thursday night, we took LSU minus one and a half. That one ended in a mercy rule victory, and then also Texas A&M money line they crushed. Um, so yeah, I, I've done well uh, this weekend. I've done well in past weekends. Currently, your boys tied for. Uh, fifth in that circa contest with the 11.7 podcast, 33 and 13 through the first eight weeks. Not doing too bad, Colby. There you go. Make sure you check out that circa contest. Shout out to Derek Stevens and the whole, the whole crew over there at the circa love that place. And they always treat us very kindly. Um, 
I mean, yeah, you gotta love this time of year, man. As we, as we, you know, the season starts to heat up. I know what's cool is I'm looking at the games that we're covering for this weekend, and it's not just you know your your SEC. You know, SEC is known for great college baseball. You know, Big 12's got some good college baseball. Pac-12's been known to have some good college baseball, but I like us diving into some of these other schools. Obviously, you know, I'm an East Carolina fan, and, and you know, you know, uh, I'm excited about the future of our program, especially this season. Um, as I struggle to find uh, the whole soundboard has been revamped. So, <laughs> yeah. so to find the ECU song takes about 30 minutes for me. I'm a little bit slow, but you know what I mean? I'm an ECU fan. And, uh, but I like uh, giving up for the mid majors. You know, I like us talking a little, little smaller conferences as well yeah. as some of the big boys. Uh, so what do you say we hop into it? Yeah, we added a couple of the smaller matchups. Like you mentioned, I've got to get my game going. It's, it's hard to handicap some of these matches, just finding information on both of the teams. And uh, if we're ramping it up for conference tournaments, like we did last year, I gotta, I gotta hone in uh, on some of these other uh, conferences as well. So uh, you guys will be thoroughly entertained with some of the matchups that we pulled. They're all great. We've got some rivalries. We've got some uh, just, top of the conference standings matchups going this weekend. It's going to be fun. Let's go. Shout out to Kenneth Hatters says, what's up guys. We're just picking some college baseball action heading into the weekend. And let's start things off with who doesn't love Maction. It doesn't matter if it's college basketball. It doesn't matter if one of those wacky Tuesday night college football games or college baseball. Cause we love Maction and tomorrow at noon, it's just noon, noon Pacific, right? So th- yeah, th- three I, o'clock. I put- yeah. yeah, no, no, no confusion there for Colby. All of them are written in his. No, time no he says no confusion, but I've been confused my whole fucking life. All right, and it's gonna start tomorrow. Ball State at Central Michigan. Maction. Yes, these two, these two have been really the titans of Mac baseball over the last decade. Central Michigan is two and six on uh, ace days uh, this year, whereas Ball State is seven and one. Shh, don't talk about Patty C's Ball State Cardinals. You're not gonna get Muncie out in the middle of nowhere, uh, or are you? What are you doing here? I am all over Ball State. I'm buying into that number. I know you're yeah. a Michigan guy. I know you're <laughs> in the state of Michigan. Are you gonna fire yeah. up chips or what? You know me, Colby. I, I do like these chips, and I know a couple of them. And I mean, this matchup in general is fun for me to pay attention to because Ball State recruits the state of Michigan really well as well. Um, you know, Michigan not a great state for baseball recruiting, but I know a few of these guys on both teams. Um, I've played against a, a handful of them as well. I'm going to try my best to make it out to at least one of these games. The Friday noon time doesn't work for me the best. I'm not the greatest morning person, but. I'm, I might try to make it on Saturday. Um, specific uh, shout outs here, like Garrett Navarra. He's Central's number, like their best, second best hitter. He's their game three starter as well. So he's a little bit of a Jack Caglione in the SEC compared to the Mac level. Um, so yeah, he was my high school. He was on my high school's number one rival. Um, he's also, uh, like I said, one of their best players. Ball State side, their number one reliever, Ryan Brown. Uh, he played on a school that was in my school's division. We played his squad in a series every year. Um, good God. But <laughs> on Friday, we have Trenner O'Donnell pitching for Ball State. Like you mentioned, they are 7-1 and one when he's pitching. Ball State, uh, Trenner O'Donnell, he's 2-1 and one on the year with a 251 ERA, 47 strikeouts, 22 walks, and 43 innings pitched. 
Um, Adam Ratkinson goes for the chips. He's four and two with a 428 ERA, 41 strikeouts, 18 walks, and 48.1 innings pitched. I'm going to pick Ball State here, um, and I think they win the series. Ball State is a very balanced team. They have the third best offense in the MAC, um, and their pitching staff uh, is great. Whereas Central really leans on their arms, and that offense kind of drags them down. It's ranked eighth in the MAC, so I'm going with the Cards with you here. Let's go. Gotta go, Paul State. Love this program. All right, let's hop on over. Talk a little American East. We will not discriminate on the small conferences as oh man, the main black bears head to Binghamton. Man, I just, you know, big fan of uh Maine, uh, you know, ever since the days of Mike Buck and, and him playing quarterback for the main black bears back in the day. Uh and NC Nick, I know, recently visited this campus. Uh, Maine is off to a nine and zero start in the AE. Holy shit! Which is uh, which is their best start to a conference play ever? Yes, ever. What's going on up there in the state of Maine? You used to mobsters used to go there to kill people. Now they're <laughs> now they're playing great baseball. Uh, now they uh, travel to Binghamton, who is right on their heels. Binghamton, you know. Uh, Sounds like the golf course. Sounds like a golf course. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, I've golfed Binghamton. Great, tricky ninth hole. Uh, <laughs> Binghamton second in the American East. Once again, I'm going. I'm going chalk. I think Maine is going to get it done. I'm buying into what the the Black Bears are doing. It's it's the year of the Bears. You know what I mean? Cocaine Bears out in the theaters. What are you doing? What are you doing uh, here, buddy? Yeah, this one's a tough pick uh, for me as well. Maine, they're three and five on Fridays behind their ace, Colin Fitzgerald, who's two and one with a 401 ERA, 35 strikeouts, 24 walks, and 42.2 innings. Um, Binghamton, they're six and two on ace days so far this year um, behind Thomas Babalus on the mound with a three and two record, 468 ERA, 39 strikeouts, 20 walks, and 42.1 innings. So, Cocaine Bears, they've been rolling offensively so far this year. They have 42 home runs in 26 games for on uh team-wise. <laughs> also, Jeremiah Jenkins, he had a he had a 16 RBI weekend last weekend. So give me the Cocaine Bears, the alma mater of the 2023 World Series MVP, Jeremy Pena. 16 RBIs. Get that man some big league chew. And I ain't talking about the fucking gum. All right, let's go. Uh, all right. What else do we got? Wait, before get we get some Chinook cedary seeds too. There you go. There we go. There we go. Look, bef- <laughs> before we get to, yeah, shout out to the spit and seeds <laughs> podcast. Great guys over there. Uh, They're all asleep right now. That's okay. It's okay. We're in the middle of, we're in the, you know, we, we, we're not snorkeling. You know what I mean? We're deep they're, diving over here. They're all resting up for that Tennessee Arkansas series. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, if they're going to that game, uh, please. I, I, can we set odds at them picking up a uh, raccoon like last time? Or was that, what was that a possum or a raccoon? What was it? I think it was a raccoon at bomb Walker. So it's the right area. We'll see I, if they can find phenomenal, one. Phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Hey, folks, if you didn't catch this last year, uh, an Arkansas fan picked up a raccoon, got a standing ovation, chugged his beer. And then later that night he had to check himself into the hospital uh, with a, with a slight case of rabies. Amazing. Amazing. If you missed that, don't even <laughs> just turn the fucking podcast off now. All right. Uh, look, before we get to the next matchup though, I got to tell you that the college baseball experience is brought to you by shady rays. Yeah. Kick off the new year 
with new gear that's built to last. Yeah, our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that truly offers a world-class product. It's just as good as any expensive pair you've ever won in your life. They got durable frames. They got extremely clear optics in case you're, you know, into all those outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays, in my opinion, offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So say you're someone like me. I remember one time uh, when, when Vlad Guerrero was playing for the angels, I believe Uh, I went to an angels pirates game at the brand new pirate stadium at the time. I think it might've been the first year that stadium dropped somewhere around there. And, uh, I'm sitting there paid for unbelievable seats. Me and a buddy I'm drinking a fucking rolling rock. Cause I'm in Pennsylvania, right? Uh, the guy below me is drinking a rolling rock. There we go. And Vlad Guerrero hits a foul ball, line drive, foul ball straight to us. We got great seats, but we're right on the, like the foul line. And uh, I, he hit it so hard and so fast. I did not have time to respond. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing was gonna was coming right to my fucking face, right? Like it was about to hit me in the face, and I was late on the response, so the ball was gonna beat my my protection, right? If you're watching on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash the College Experience, um, subscribe, tell a friend. But thankfully, the gentleman below me happened to be tipping back his Rolling Rock beer, and or he wasn't even below me; he was like down to the right too, right? So he right. this thing is coming for me, but he tips back his beer. And boom, the ball hits the rolling rock. The, ro- the beer goes all over the guy's face, right? I bought that gentleman a beer because God damn it. He saved my life maybe. Right. And it was fantastic. <laughs> but my point is, is let's say you're there wearing your sunglasses and, and some, some, some hitter just, just absolutely nails the ball and the ball's coming right at you and you're not prepared and it hits you in the fucking face and your glasses break. Well, guess what you can do? You can go right back to Shady Rays. They're not even going to ask a question. They're going to say, "Here's your replacement, sir." What a deal! What a deal! Oh man, I mean, uh, you, you, this this company's fantastic, and and honestly, like you can really wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long, long after your purchase. Uh, with Shady Rays, you can look good and you can feel good. Uh, to date, they've donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And look, if you don't love them, you can always exchange for a new pair or just return them for free within 30 days of buying it. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays because the team always has your back. And right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades that uh, rated five stars by over two hundred thousand people. Let's go. We're also brought to you by the NBA Survivor Challenge. What are you doing? Look, whether you like the NBA or not, I know it's a topical thing. Me and Noah were just talking pre-episode how we don't even we don't really like the NBA, right? Which is fair, right? But guess what? We like money, so we don't even care. Check this out. Check out this NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge. It's completely free to enter. Winner gets two hundred fifty dollars in cash and an SGPN gift card. And you can do it. You enter exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store. Everything's free. So even if you like the NBA or not, you can still get money. What are you doing? Hop on over there. Check it out. Playoff playoff race. Get in there. Get in there folks. All right. We are back on the college baseball experience. Super exciting. It's super. It's just dude. I, 
So, you know, in the month of uh, May, I'm actually going to leave the country for like three weeks or actually a little longer than three weeks. And I'm a little bit bummed. I'm just going to have to see if the, the old YouTube TV slash ESPN plus it's going to be able to be working all around the world. Essentially. You'll, you'll be back for the NCAA tournament, which is what really matters. Uh, of course. Conference, conference yeah. tournament. That's, that's the best week for college sports in general. You see a lot of the team's last games, but, uh, You'll you'll be back for what kind of matters, I yeah, guess. Yeah, of course. You know I schedule all my life around sports. All right, yeah. all my life around sports doesn't matter what it is. Does not matter what the fuck it is. Uh, Unfortunately, for the second straight year, my schedule's been predetermined by people that aren't me who choose to celebrate weddings. So again, I'm not able to go to Omaha this year because there's a 50th anniversary party uh during Omaha which kind of sucks and last year I had a cousin that got married so mm. oh man my luck has not been good lately well you know I see yeah, your, your complexion looks a little off Noah I think you okay. might have I, I think you might have a, a disease that we haven't really been able to break down yet oh no so what I'm saying is you head to Omaha you say 50 50th wedding anniversary is that what it is 50th that's what it it's, is. It's no different than the 49th. All right. So <laughs> come on. You've been with someone that long. Come on. All right. Nothing's new. Yeah. <laughs> Send him a picture from Omaha. All right. Yeah. There you, don't uh, love that, that. There you go. Give him a winner. Give him a winner. They'll love you more. All right. Next up, uh, man, little big East, big East riding. Look, I know the football conference got destroyed and I'm still hoping that it bounces back. There's speculation that Xavier might be starting their college football team. <clears throat> Do it, please. Uh, but the Xavier Musketeers, they still play elite college basketball. They still play elite college baseball. They're hosting the number 20 Yukon Huskies, who just f- fresh off a national championship in college basketball. The, look, Xavier carries, you know, one of the longest win streaks 11, <laughs> 11. Uh, in, into their uh, biggest home series of the year against the back-to-back Big East champs. Remember, UConn went out to Palo Alto to take on Stanford in in the early uh, rounds of the NCAA tournament a year ago, uh, baseball-wise. Um, can they do it again? Man, I'm go. I'm dogging it up here. I kind of liked UConn when I watched them last season. I they, I kind of fell in love with that team, man. But. Xavier's won 11 straight. Give me the Musketeers upset special. Let's go. What are you doing here? The Huskies, they're six and two on ace day so far this year. Ian Cook is going to get the start. He's three and two with a 481 ERA, 49 strikeouts, 16 walks, and 43 innings. Um, and the Musketeers, they're five and three on ace days. So not too bad themselves. I project that Ethan Bosacker is going to get the start. They haven't confirmed that yet, but. Um, on the season, he's four and one with a 283 ERA, 55 strikeouts, 15 walks, and 47.2 innings pitch this season. I also know a guy in this matchup pretty well. Xavier's third baseman, Grant Stevenson. His sister and uh, my sister played softball together for a year on the same team. So, I mean, however, I, I know the kid well. He's You're having fading, all right. Are you fading your friend? Yeah, I'm fading my buddy. I'm going, <laughs> Actually, I'm going with Hook C. They're the, yeah. they're the class of the biggies. Wait, wait, you just changed my opinion because if you personally, if you <laughs> yeah. personally know the guy and you're fading him, 
I'm, uh, you, you must know something more than me. I'm on the Huskies. Uh, my dog is a Husky. Let's go. All there right. Go. I didn't know he's part Husky. He's got the ears of a Husky, but I didn't put that together. Dude, part Husky, part shepherd. And pr- that's just what they told me at this, uh, at this <laughs> animal shelter, center? dude, this animal shelter on the, on the border of like California, Arizona, and Mexico. Okay. This looked like if I sneezed, the shelter was going to fall down, right? <laughs> This uh, so when they told me this, I put zero credibility into the fucking thing. But he's got he's got a blue eye. He's got the David Bowie shit going, and he howls all the time. If an ambulance or a fire truck goes by, he's howling to the moon. Two different colored eyes. Yeah, two different colored That's eyes. Some Max Scherzer stuff there. Yeah, one's one's like light blue. I I, I see the husky in him, but I also That's think so- they might be full of shit on the. They said German Shepherd. I'm like, I have no idea, but he's definitely a mix of a bunch of shit. Gotcha. Um, but, but yeah, I, I'm on hook C. I think they've got a great program and all Jim Penders does is win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you've, you, you've sold me. And I remember last year's run. They were pretty fucking fire. Uh, let's hop on over and talk a little, little sunbelt fun belt action. The number 17 coastal Carolina shot the clears. Oh, oh, oh man. They, they're a fun program. They're a fun they program. Are. They're heading to Norfolk to take on ODU. Yes. Well on Tuesday, on Tuesday, uh, always going to find a way to just hammer this point home. Don't we? Everybody. Well, I mean, he's he's just got to look for it in that that soundtrack (laughs) soundboard. There's a lot of things on this soundboard, but, uh, what what happened on Tuesday, Colby, uh, on Tuesday, There was nothing that the East Carolina East Carolina Pirates could not do last Tuesday when they took on Old Dominion. Nice story. You're all right in the Sun Belt, but you went to you, you went to Greenville, took a loss, seven to three. All right, seven to three. But now you host Coastal Carolina, uh, a lesser Carolina, even though I like Coastal. Right in a battle between the Sun Belt's top two teams. You know this is big. We got seating on the line here. I like a bounce back spot. And one thing I know about coastal Carolina, I like that program. I know they, they won it all not that long ago, but hitting the road in college athletics, always a challenge. They head into Norfolk. Give me the Monarchs. This will be my upset special. Let's go. What are you doing here? So can I talk you off of this one too? Coastal's eight. No on Fridays. Do you only four and four is coastal? The ECU of South Carolina. Yes. And, I, and we pissed teal on this podcast. Shit. All right. I can't believe. Okay. But now the next one, I'm not swaying. I'm benedicting right. here. Right. You know, I'm you on, know, I pissed I'm teal too. Later. I pissed yeah. purple, but after too many drinks, it might turn teal. Um, <laughs> the so monarchs, the, the monarchs, they have confirmed that Blake Morgan is going to throw. Like I said, they're four and four on a stays. He's only three and three on the year with a five Oh eight ERA, 31 strikeouts, 11 walks. ODU Saturday got, Saturday guy is Sam Armstrong. He's been outstanding this year. So if you're betting college baseball throughout the year, make sure that you know the ODU pitcher on Friday and Saturday because they may swap that um, sometime here in the second half. The shots also have the number one offense in the Sun Belt with a 319 batting average, and that's good for ninth in the country. Coastal does not need good pitching to just dominate in the Sun Belt right now. They've looked that good. The offense is really good. 
um, Coastal's coach, uh, Gary Gilmore, has been pulling some strings with the weekend rotation this week. Matthew Potak is going to get the nod. He's 2-1 and one with a 430 ERA, 30 strikeouts, 9 walks, and 29.1 innings. I'm taking Coastal on Friday. I think they'll win the Series 2. Um, just kind of pay attention to the pitching matchups because uh, Coastal has not announced their whole rotation yet for the weekend. And they don't need to. They don't even need. Not they, really. Yeah, they don't even need to. They're fired. Their offense is damn good. You swayed my pick again, you you, you crazy bastard. All right, look, I'm taking <laughs> Coastal Carolina. I I'm sorry. I apologize to the Chanticleer fans because look, my, I actually my parents live like, like have a place not far away from, from Conway, Conway, South Carolina. So, God, I should just be a homer there and just take Coastal. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. I took ODU for a second. I promise you, my next dog though, I'm a hundred percent in on. Hundred percent right, in on. All right, next up, CAA action. I love the CAA, except for when they, when when they sign their television contract with what's that? What's that company again? It's Flow. Fuck Flow. I shit. have a, I I have a membership to Flow. Yeah, I know you guys have God's eyes, so you have everything. Yeah, we have we have, I have I a membership, but but I often think they're the worst uh, the worst thing that's oh, ever happened are. to sports. One hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, I think they're out of Austin, Texas. Here we go, though, Elon. <laughs> Elon is at William and Mary. They're taking on the tribe. Finally, there's still one fucking tribe left in baseball. Um, look, the colonial is flying under the radar. The CAA, that's the colonial folks. It's flying under the radar. And uh, Elon is leading the, is leading the conference. This is a big moment here. Uh, the, uh, the Phoenix, that's the name of Elon. In case you don't know, small school, college football, college basketball, college baseball. It's the Elon Phoenix. They're not located in Phoenix. They're in North Carolina, but the Phoenix uh, first two conference road trips against, uh, you know, the bottom two teams in the CAA Monmouth and Towson. That's who they took on. Will they, this is their first real road test and will they be able to pass it? I think is the question. And I see a live dog opportunity with the tribe. You're not swaying me from this one, buddy. William and Mary money line play and honor honor the tribe because they're fucking fantastic. What are you doing here, buddy? <laughs> so the Phoenix, they're six and two on Friday nights, but the tribe they're five and three doing just as fine, doing just as well. I'm projecting that Shay Sprague gets the start for Elon. They've not confirmed this matchup either. So no gambling odds on any of these guys uh, games in general tonight. Um, we're no more than 12 hours away from first pitch on Friday night. It's kind of embarrassing for the books, but anyways, um, Shay Sprague, he's four and two with a 281 ERA, 42 strikeouts, nine walks, and 48 innings pitched. As for William and Mary, they haven't confirmed the starter for this game yet. Um, and but, but they've confirmed bit, they've confirmed a win. <laughs> this one's a little bit tougher to project because they don't really let this is unique. Uh, they don't really let any of their starters go deeper than three innings. They are really deep. They've got about uh, they have seven guys. Um, their top seven innings eaters all have at least thrown 25 innings and they all have sub five ERAs, which is super impressive. Hard to find a college baseball team that has that bill and Mary. They also have the number one scoring offense in the CAA. So I'm picking the tribe with you. Oh, the there we go. Friday and in the series, there we go. Let's go. Okay. Let's hop on over to uh, a little bit of uh, ACC play number number two, the wake Forest Demon Deeks are heading to Papa John's Diamond. I'm gonna call it. Yeah, Colby. Uh, 
if you listen to the preseason podcast again, like last year, I was riding the number two overall team. It wasn't Tennessee. It was Oregon state this year in the preseason. I've drilled the number two overall team again through the first half of the season. It's wake. Not quite number one, but you know, hopefully this one crosses the finish line. We'll see. There you go. What a sharp <laughs> Noah Beanick is. Everyone give him a follow on Twitter right now at 77 and B. And that's that's the the the, the letter it's, seven. It's like there the word now. 70. If, yeah, if you're you watching see, on YouTube, it's on the S E V E N T Y, if my math is still correct. Then the number seven, then N B. Uh I didn't know math included spelling. Yeah, all that shit. All, all that shit matters. It's a uh, number. You, you look uh, spelling. You got to know the amount of numbers or of letters in the, in the fucking thing. There's you know 77 I mean? in, numbers in the, in the, thing, the word, AKA the word. <laughs> all right. Like I've been sipping cocktails over here. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, wake forest is at Louisville the Cardinals, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, look, they split the series last year in Winston Salem one and one with a rain out. But the cards are 19 and 6 and 1 all time and 10 and 2 against the Deeks at home at good old Papa John Patterson Stadium. Uh <laughs> you know, since they joined the ACC. But uh buddy, Louisville's gonna win this. Give me the cards, all right? What are you doing? Yeah, I, this one this one's tough because I'm going against my demon deacons. Uh Wake Forest is eight and zero on ace days, but we'll get in that a little bit here. Louisville six and two, but like you mentioned, cards very tough to beat at home. Um, and I I don't know what uh, it is about the place. It's not a very big p- facility. It's not like an SEC home environment. Um, it's kind of tucked in to the campus between a main street and a parking lot of the football stadium. But it's an outstanding series, the one that I want to watch the most this weekend coming up. But uh, you know, Nick Kurtz is out uh, due to injury for Wake Forest. He's one of their big mashers in that lineup. And in general, Louisville's just catching Wake at the wrong time or at the right time for Louisville, wrong time for Wake this weekend because the Deeks series against NC State, uh, due to the rain and the bad weather the whole weekend, um, they had a doubleheader on Sunday. They didn't even play three games. They just played two on Sunday. And as a result, that top three in the rotation for wake all through on Sunday. So they're not full rest here for this Friday game. Rhett louder through 99 pitches. He's normally their Friday starter. Josh Hartle through 87, Sean Sullivan through 70, Tom Walter wakes head coach said that Sullivan, who who is a sophomore, he threw a little bit more pitches than he wanted him to. Um, and Sullivan may not even start a game this weekend. So all in the same tweet from Essex there. Um, he's a beat reporter for wake forest. He says that Walter may choose to start Seth Keener on Friday. He's a he's four and zero on the year with a zero point sixty ERA, forty one strikeouts, seven walks, and thirty innings pitch. Keener's been great this year, but he has not started an SEC ACC game. Sorry, um, so we just I don't know what to expect from him. But this pitching staff is super deep, and that's one reason why I really like them. They're also missing a key bat, so that's kind of why I'm fading him here. Ryan Hawks starting for Louisville. He's five and one with a three Oh six ERA, 53 strikeouts, 13 walks and 50 innings pitched. I think they may, I think the books might put Louisville at a plus price. And that's just going to be a complete mistake with the handicap that I've given right here. Amen. Amen. Top 10 matchup in Louisville. What's not to like folks uh, moving along uh, this game. Interesting here. Dallas Baptist. Good baseball program folks. If you didn't know uh, heading to Boca Raton, the old folks home to take on. Florida Atlantic. 
Florida Atlantic's won 10 of their last 12. The bats are hot. All of a sudden the basketball team has a great season and fuck their, their whole athletic department. They hired Tom Herman. The baseball bats are just absolutely lit. 10 of the last 12 in their last win was head coach John McCormick's 500th win. Great time to fade them. They've been partying. 500. Yeah. Give me Dallas Baptist on the road. All right. I know Dallas Baptist keeps a good program there. They're going to go into that old folks home and make it a little lively with the way they're going to be hitting the ball. Give me DB. What are you doing here? DBU. <laughs> yeah. I love that angle. I'm taking DBU as well. DBU. There's six and two on ace days, FAU four and four only. Um, the pitching matchup here is confirmed. We have a confirmed pitching matchup. Um, Ryan Johnson is going to go for the Patriots. He's three and two with a 325 ERA, 65 strikeouts, eight walks, and 44.1 innings. And he'll go against the Owls soft Southpaw Hunter Cooley, who's three and four, four nine four ERA, 39 strikeouts, six walks, and 47.1 innings pitched. Ryan Johnson, he's just a game breaker, and I'm going to lock. DBU up here. I think like you said, it's a little bit of a letdown game after coach McCormick's 500 win. So a little bit of more celebrating than normal. I like the Patriots here in game one on Friday and they may even win the series too. Love it. Love it. Let's go folks. All right. Before we get to the next game, I want to tell you that the college baseball experience and the road to Omaha is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog fantasy has your favorite MLB. NHL, NBA daily games. Plus they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Uh, so head on over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code S G P N. All right. We are back talking college baseball. You know what? You know, oftentimes people ask me, I host the college basketball experience and the college football experience subscribe. They, uh, uh, we talk those sports year round, by the way, but uh, oftentimes people ask me, why is it that you love the college game so much? And I always say, well, I think you get a purer game uh, in, in college basketball, college football and college baseball. But another thing I love is the history. Like college football was playing like 70 years before the fuck before the NFL. You know what I mean? Like not 70, I think it was 55 or something, 60, something like that. But, uh, and, and you know, so you have the history, college basketball, same thing, college baseball, a lot of great history and you get rivalries, the passionate fan bases. You can't match that. All right. I, look, I told you I went to a pirates game. There was like 12 people at the game. Right. And I love that pirate stadium, but no one goes to that thing. Right. You do get a couple of stinkers there. That's well, that's what I'm saying. You go even at Dodger stadium, man, like they're a fair weather fan. I mean, look, the Dodger fans are pretty good for LA terms, but uh, you know, my point is college it's Hollywood. It's an dude, Instagram fest. Yeah. But if you, yeah, exactly, exactly. If you were to, to go to a, a, a college baseball game at the jungle, East Carolina, you're going to feel everything that's great about college athletics and I, and rivalry games often bring out some of the best crowds. So that's why I love these next couple matchups. We got the sunflower showdown going on Kansas state at Kansas four o'clock on the West. The Jayhawks enter the Sunflower uh, Showdown off a series win against, well, Moneyline Max, West Virginia Mountaineers, who were in the top 25. Uh, Kansas is also 7 0 at home this year, and they've won nine of their last 10. <sighs> you got to go Jayhawks here, I think. As much as, as, much as I want to say, look, I love K State athletics. 
I think Kansas is going to fuck them up. Give me the Jayhawks to get it done in the sunflower showdown. What are you doing here? Noah? this, this one's a tight one. And again, we have a confirmed pitching matchup, which pretty nice here. Uh, the first couple we did not, you know, <clears throat> for Friday, uh, we'll see Owen Barema start for K state. He's four and one with a four Oh nine ERA 57 strikeouts, 15 walks and 44 innings And Kansas is going to start Colin Baumgartner. Who's three and one or three and O oh, with a 377 ERA 41 strikeouts, 11 walks and 43 innings. Um, the Jayhawks, they're four and four on ACE days, K state five and three. I also think that the Wildcats are just a little bit more solid all around than the Jayhawks. Um, we have uh, K state has the second highest scoring offense up against big 12 second worst pitching staff with a five, seven, three ERA over there with Kansas. Um, so I don't know if KU has enough uh, to stay with K state through uh, this weekend. However, taking the road team in a rivalry game can easily beat bite my ass. So uh, yeah, I, I'll go with K state, but I'm not very confident in that one. <laughs> Trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. Shout out to major hey, league. You, you better watch out playing those major league sound bites. They're coming for our ass. That's YouTube. true. I, I look, <laughs> one of the things I like about life is uh, the amount of times people try to sue me. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and I, how about this? I mean, I don't know if you follow the, uh, I should talk about this on another podcast, but <laughs> I, I do like a thing on Twitter of who, who are the commanders, right? Yeah. Oh, you're getting it's, no, no, no. This is a classic one. So one of our, oh, one of, no. one of our college basketball, I I'm assuming college basketball, college football followers, uh, actually two of them. I, I so, uh, Dan Snyder's sold the Redskins. I grew up in the DC area. I'm calling them the fucking Redskins forever. All right. <laughs> and the commanders, and many, many of yeah. the fans are too. It's not yes. just you. Yes. And, so. and look, uh, the commanders were an AAF spring football team in 2019. That's who I know the commanders to be. Uh, so when I see all these posts and I respond, who are the commanders? That's all I do, right? Who are the commanders? Question yeah. mark. Well, we had two of our fans, you know, I, I do that a lot, uh, on social media, whenever well, it's really, it's, it's always on my feed. On, honestly, it's whenever I see anyone say that I, I just respond with <laughs> that. So I, we had two of our fans, Noah, that said, Hey, if you keep doing this, I'm going to have to unfollow you. Guess what I did to them? I said, "Good fucking bye." Right? <laughs> I responded with a uh, a tombstone gif of uh, of the the the, uh, the 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 Western movie Tombstone, where uh, the bad guy, I think his name's Powers Booth, rest in peace. I think he's dead now in, in real life. But uh, Colby, he, we've got you down to a T on social media. It's either yeah. who are the commanders? It's a Nick Cage gif. It's, yeah, yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. Top- Top but, seventy-five college basketball games. They, they really think that I care <laughs> that they follow me. They re- that's what's great. All right, uh, look. Oh no. Maybe a normal person, but you know us with the stand-up background, we're known to 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 get into it. I feel like so people off when, when you <laughs> when you try to come at me saying I may unfollow you if you keep doing it. Well, don't let the door hit you on the fucking ass on the way out. All right, <laughs> get out of here. All right, <laughs> unbelievable. Anyway, next up we got the. Dude, this, this Kansas series, State, Kansas analysis for college baseball. There, yeah. How do you like that? How do you like that Kansas analogy? All right, Sunflower <laughs> Showdown. All right, Tomb. I started talking Tombstone. All right, uh, folks. This this is uh, this is about as good as it gets for me. All right, Ole Miss. Is it Ole Miss, Mississippi State, the Egg Bowl in any form? I don't care if it's basketball. 
I don't care if it's football, you know, Mike Leach, friend of the show, rest in peace to the great Mike Leach. Uh, I will watch they, they they could play a game of fucking badminton and I'd be in, I'd be in, you know what I mean? Like it could, it could be, Rowing. you know, yeah, honestly, like you put it on the TV the Mississippi and I, river, baby. Dude, yeah, they should, they should swim the Mississippi <laughs> river. That would be fantastic. All right. Uh, I would want, put it on TV. It's definitely more entertaining than the NBA playoffs. In my opinion, uh, um, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Oh, miss at Mississippi state. What's on the line. Oh, only the, the last two national champions in college baseball. Yes. Uh, and, and I understand that there's a fall from grace going on. Right. And I understand, uh, you know, these two programs would probably pop up if you Googled fall from grace. All right. It'd be that <laughs> it'd be that it'd be a lot of other things too. But um, uh, the bulldogs and rebels do own the last two national titles. All right. And both these teams, if the, if the season ended today, <laughs> they'd miss out on the sec conference tournament, but who cares? You subscribe for the fans and the hatred between these two schools. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, the, they're what 13th and 14th in the sec in this series is probably going to outdraw every other game in the sec in attendance. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is going to, this is why you, this is why college athletic, it doesn't matter. The records is, it was, I was explaining to you this on the college basketball thing. When Duke and Carolina play, I don't care. I want to watch these two fan bases. I want to watch the, it's going to get heated. I'm on board and you know, there you, go. you know, I'm a hail state guy. Coach Leach is our boy. You think I'm going to fade them? No, <laughs> no. All right. This is the year of Hale State. All right. I understand. I understand that they haven't been playing great. Hale State. (laughs) Hale State, man. Look, I, 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 I gotta ride them. Football, basketball, baseball. Let's go. They're getting it done. They're getting it done. Uh, Come on, it's in Starkville. They're not going to lose this one. What are you doing here, Noah? Yeah, like you mentioned, both programs just experiencing extremely bad championship championship hangovers, and Mississippi State has lasted two years now. Ole Miss, they're ninth in scoring the SEC, 10th in team ERA. Um, Mississippi State, their second worst pitching staff in the SEC, sixth best scoring offense. Ole Miss, they're three and five. Mississippi State, also three and five against opposing teams' aces. Um, the websites, they list uh, probable starters. So I don't know if they're definitely going here, but. For the Rebs, it's Jack Doherty. He's two and three with a 6.57 ERA, 42 strikeouts, 11 walks, and 37 innings. And for the Dogs, it's Cade Smith, who probably get the nod. This is the one that I have a hard time believing. He's one and one on the year with a 7.50 ERA, 12 strikeouts, nine walks, and only three starts, 12 innings this year. Um, we'll see who starts this game. It might just be a little bit of cat and, cat and mouse play in a rivalry. Um, we'll see that one a little bit later on. Also in the SEC. Over seems like a great idea if this is the matchup, and I'm going to lean Mississippi State at home here in Game One. <laughs> oh, you know, yes. it's it. They're at home. It's going to be a huge rivalry series. I'll take the road team in the Kansas State Kansas the Sunflower Showdown. I'm going to go with the home team here, and this is the one that kind of matters a little bit more. It's the 11.7 circuit contest, one of the series that we're picking. So I'm taking Mississippi State there. Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing, you're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. Those teams will have an appetite to win that game. That's all that matters. You might not see them in Omaha, all right? But wow, 
The Sign Mississippi up. State fans in left field with all the grills, they'll have an appetite too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Let's talk a little Missouri Valley baseball. The MVC. Love the MVC, man. Uh Evansville. It's at four o'clock Pacific time. Evansville is at the Salukis of Southern Illinois. Shout out to our boy Stone Labanowitz, former Saluki quarterback. Uh Southern Illinois has started eight and one in uh Missouri Valley play, which is which is the program's best and Inside Itchy Jones Stadium, great fucking name for a stadium. The Salukis will host Evansville, who's tied for third in the conference. <laughs> you don't just walk into Carbondale and get a dub, all right? At Itchy Jones Stadium, all over our Salukis. Shout out to Stone. Tell me you're on board with the Salukis. Yeah, I'm going with Southern Illinois as well. Um, but uh, you know, both programs, they need to do a little bit better with these series write-ups. They didn't even include starting pitchers. So now I'm left to project, you know, how many of these guys have started on Friday night, who might get the nod here. So, I mean, take my opinion or what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, but I'm going to project on Friday night, Nick Smith uh, gets the start for uh, so, so Nick Smith, Nick Smith gets a start. Uh, I hear there's rumors on the, uh, Internets. There you go. There you go. He's two and three with a 489 ERA, 43 strikeouts. He started the last, he started uh, this. This is what I'm going off of, or I'm left to go off of. He started two of the last three Fridays. <laughs> like, that's all I've got. He's had 10 walks and 38.2 innings pitched. And then I feel a little bit better projecting Ben Chapman to go for the Salukis. Um, there's a little bit more confidence with that. Like he started a couple Fridays in a row for Southern Illinois. He's three and zero on the year with a 4.32 ERA, 35 strikeouts, 20 walks, and 41.2 innings. Evansville, they're three and five on Fridays. SIU, they're six and two. So that's another big uh, trend there that I like to follow. There are only two losses for the Salukis on Fridays in this small small sample size. It's only eight games, but their only two losses are Illinois and Kentucky. So I feel pretty good in taking the Salukis to win on Friday. And with the number one offense in the Missouri Valley, I think that aids them to a pivotal home series win. Of course. I mean, look, these Evansville guys, they're in Evansville, Indiana. It's all city life. They're going to go to Carbondale, Carbondale, where the only thing on my mind, Gene was pussy. That is why the Salukis, they're not going to be psychologically there. Salukis get it done against uh, the purple aces. Let's talk. Let's, let's hop back to the sec where it just means more. They say, Oh boy, 4 PM on the West number 12, Kentucky, the wow cats uh, are taking on the LSU tigers. I mean, should, should Noah, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you, should we load up? Why'd you play that? Because the <laughs> Kentucky's the Wildcats. So I was curious. Should we it's load up South, on Kentucky? I'm not taking South them. I'm Car- South Carolina and Vanderbilt. No, I'm on Kentucky LSU right now. Oh, there we go. My bad. <laughs> I thought. How's, I thought what, what, what kind of animals? What kind of animals you working with yeah, over there? I'm lost. I'm fucking lost. All right. Look, Kentucky's let's, let's dropped two of three against Georgia last weekend. <laughs> I'm fucking lost. Alert. Let's go. Yeah. Be lost uh, motherfucker. All right. Cause look, they <laughs> lost two of three. Uh, I was on the we Georgia Bulldogs. The podcast I was on the Georgia Bulldogs. 
I was on the Georgia Bulldogs last you week. Were. And look, uh, you know, LSU uh LSU in game one lost sixteen to six. Is that what I'm seeing there? So for your angle, they may have just blown their load offensively in game one, putting up sixteen runs if yeah. you're on Kentucky. Yeah, I mean Kentucky, they're six and two this year in series game twos. LSU seven and one in the second game of the weekend. This season, and a big reason for it has been Ty Floyd, who's in the middle of a breakout season. He's five and zero with a three sixty seven ERA, thirty eight strikeouts, fourteen walks, and thirty four point one innings pitched. He's going to pitch against Kentucky's Logan Martin, who's one and one with a three thirty two ERA, twenty three strikeouts, nine walks, and thirty five point one innings. I don't know, Colby. This one feels like another LSU slam dunk <laughs> for me. I'm not so. playing the song. I'm on LSU too, dude. I was just I, saying, should we? <laughs> Okay, okay. Should so we? I found I found that minus one and a half today at uh, minus one hundred five, which was outrageous. It was on Caesars. If they hang another number like that, I'm hammering it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you got to. I feel like you got to here. I'm sorry, Kentucky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I feel like I got to take LSU. We Tigers says Ed Ordron. Brian Kelly and his family might be there. Um, Mike Tyson too. Yeah, spinal. Think we got the heart of lions, tigers, and bears. Um, let's talk another SEC game. South Carolina, number six in the nation. The one that I thought we were going to do yeah. last time. That's hey, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> South Carolina is number six in the nation. All right, and they're heading to Nashville, Tennessee, take on number four Vanderbilt. Whew, Vanderbilt's eleven and one in the SEC. But Noah, have we heard any news on uh, on Carter Holt? Will he pitch against uh, South Carolina this weekend or not? So we're hearing that it's almost certain that he won't pitch. Definitely not Friday. Um, Vanderbilt has a to be determined pitcher for Saturday, where we could maybe see Holton. They've announced uh, a guy on Saturday or on Sunday, so uh, it's either Saturday or nothing probably here. <clears throat> So you're saying we should fade Vanderbilt is what what you're trying to tell me. Then you're trying to say we should, should go Gamecocks on the road in Nashville, but Nashville talk about distractions. I've been to Nashville a few times. Vanderbilt's right there, right on Broadway, basically too. Um, I'm taking the Commodores too much distractions for for those guys. <laughs> I've been to Columbia, South Carolina as well. There's no distractions there. There's a ton of distractions in Nashville. Give me the Commodores next man up mentality. B Nick. Uh, what are you doing here? Hey, it's good to have that mentality. If there's one program to bank on it, it might be Vanderbilt. Uh, the Gamecocks, however, they're seven one, seven and one on Ace Days. Vandy, they're six and two uh, so far this year against opponents. Aces. Will Sanders. This is your angle here, Colby. He had a rough start to this. He didn't have the start to the season that we all thought was going to happen. He was perceived to be one of the best pitchers in the SEC coming into the year. Uh, head coach Mark Kingston uh, gave Sanders the week off. And then after that, we saw him pitch against LSU this past week. He only threw three innings, but he threw 53 pitches of shutout baseball with four strikeouts. So if Sanders goes out there and do- does it again, um, maybe we have the old Sanders that we thought was happening. Um, Bryce Cunningham, he's going to get the spot start here for Vanderbilt in replace of Holton. So far this year, he's been pretty good. With a one and zero record, three twenty ERA, twenty seven strikeouts, eleven walks, and twenty five point one innings. Both offenses have been great this year, which makes this one extremely tough to pick. However, I'm not wavering from the Cox who I've rode all year. Producer Noah clipped that one, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Gamecocks on Friday. 
and the no, series. This no. is another eleven point seven circa pick'em. So look, I'm, and, I'm taking and, South Carolina. Enter at your own risk, folks. Noah just said he's going to ride the cocks again. Uh, look, I don't know what Done type. Of, all year. I don't know what type <laughs> of bachelor party you went to in Nashville, but uh, look, I, 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 the distractions are going to be too much. Vandy baby gets it done. All right, let's talk honestly. The game I'm most excited. I think most are most excited about. We talked about the Spit and Seas boys. Uh, <laughs> you know they're super excited about this one. Number sixteen Tennessee heading to number five Arkansas. Oh, Tony Vitello. He used to be an assistant for old Dave Van Horn at Arkansas. And look, we've seen some fireworks between these two in the past. What's not to like? <sighs> also, DVH took some shots at uh, Vitello. You know, I mean, in some pressers that they that he did. You know, nothing like a good old fashioned rivalry. A nice little fuck you. Love that. These two fan bases have been waiting for this one for a long time, and and look, with great reason. You sign me up for it's like the Jimbo Fisher Nick Saban thing talking some shit to each other. I want to watch it more when that happens. I want to watch it more when that happens. And that's what I got here. But you know, Tennessee had their fun in the sun last season, and that was their year to break through. I'm going with Arkansas. You can't go into a fan. You, uh, this place, the the fan base, uh, anything Arkansas, they show out. All right, and I know Tennessee has great fans too. But still, I'm all over Arkansas. Give me some of that pulled pork they got there uh, in Fayetteville. And uh, please, someone else lift up a, a wild animal at, at some point if you spot one. Um, what what are you doing here? Are you on the Razorbacks with me? Yeah, we're both on the same angle here. This uh, this one's going to be entertaining. Um, we all know. Uh, I mean, both the head coaches they seem to be playing a little bit of cat and mouse games with each other. Um, I mentioned it earlier with the uh, Ole Miss Mississippi State game. That one kind of smells with the pitching uh, announcements, and then this one for sure. We have uh, ten, the they've only released the Friday starters to the public, and Tennessee's not starting Chase Dolander on Friday. It's Andrew Lindsay who's making his first start of the season for Tennessee against Arkansas. He's got a two hundred one ERA, twenty two point one innings pitched of relief this year. He's got twenty six strikeouts, eight walks, um, and opponents are only batting one fifty eight against him. Arkansas, they're going to start Hunter Holland, who's five and one in eight starts this year with a three ERA, 39 strikeouts, 14 walks and 42 innings pitched. We don't know the starters for Saturday or Sunday. Um, but I, I think this is a bad spot for Tennessee. Like uh, last year's team, they made a lot of noise that this year's team cannot back up. We saw it last weekend, especially um, where last year, Tennessee busted into Florida Gators football uh, locker room and they put on a bunch of Florida gear wore some Gators football helmets, posted some pictures um, <laughs> and they got their, they got their ass beat at home by Florida. Uh, two of the three last weekend, they pissed off Arkansas's team a little bit too much through social media the last year or so I've got the hogs winning this one on Friday and the weekend. Lock it up for me. All right. Lock it up. This is a, this is going to be a fucking, Hey, if, if uh, Lindsay throws, it's his first start of the year in the sec. He came from Charlotte. He wasn't bad. But uh, definitely a big step up to make his first start against Arkansas. Yeah, definitely, so man. That so, one, that one would be interesting when books release that number to see where Arkansas is at. Because of the public, we all know they love Tennessee. Um, that one could be juicy. So that one doesn't seem like a bad lock at all for you. So I'm saying, lock that one up, and also go heavy on my dog William and Mary or Dallas Baptist if you can get it. Noah, is your top dog? You locked up Dallas Baptist, correct? Yeah, I locked up Dallas Baptist. What I dog? Love that what, what what dog you on? 
If you had um, to take the best dog out there for the fans. I'm flipping through my pages right now. I think I like the dog of William and Mary. <laughs> Great minds think alike, brother. Let's yeah. go. All right, folks. That does it for our episode, man. Subscribe to the college baseball experience. We appreciate you tuning into this uh, as we, we love college baseball. We're excited uh, for another season as obviously the season's really starting to crank heat up and I uh, hope you're going to join us on this journey all the way to Omaha where we crown a national champion. So please, if you can subscribe to the college baseball experience on Spotify or iTunes, please, if you can hop on over, give us a five-star review. It's been a minute. We got a five-star review. Come on, get on over there. Give us a five-star review. Also college uh, baseball, college basketball and college football experience. Why not? There you go. Subscribe to the college football experience, which I host subscribe to the college baseball experience, uh, which I host the college basketball oh, experience. Colby, he's, I got a, he's got a whole resume of what he's hosting. USFL uh, XFL. Yes. The USFL gambling leagues. podcast, the XFL gambling podcast, the sports gambling podcast, subscribe on YouTube to the college baseball experience, youtube.com slash the college experience. We also cover college football and college basketball on that channel. So you'll have it all right there. Go over there and do that and make sure you check out Noah Beanick on Twitter at 77 NB. All right. And also remember he is a part of the MLB gambling podcast. So subscribe to the MLB gambling podcast. Give him a follow on the TikToks, the internets, the, the, the Instagrams, all that shit. He's, he's a, he's a fucking wizard when it comes to these college baseball games, he knows what the hell he's doing. So Folks, hop on over there. Also, uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. You'll get access to all of our picks, our, our articles. We do a lot of great written content over there. Uh, also, come talk college baseball with us in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. And uh, look, I, I noticed you didn't put ECU on the sheet. It's okay. I'll play the music on the on the way out. Folks, they're playing have- Cincinnati this year. It should be should be yeah. a series win, and I'm not even sure they'll post odds for that one. Yeah. There's some skyline chili for your ass bear cats. All right, folks, this is the college baseball experience. We'll be back next week. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.